0: Garage Guys NASCAR podcast is brought to you by Hooters. That's right. Hooters is for race day. Hooters is for Garage Guys. We all know this. And right now, if you download the Hooters app or go to order.hooters.com and use promo code garageguys, you're going to save $10 on any $30 or more to-go order. That offer is valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders, $30 or more. And use promo code garageguys while dining in just by telling your Hooters waitress
1: about Promo code Garage Guys to save you $10 on any $40-plus dine-in order valid at HOA locations for food, non-alcoholic beverages, and merchandise. Enjoy your Hooters and enjoy the
0: Garage Guys NASCAR podcast. It's the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast post-practice and qualifying report. Uh, me and uh, Dale Tanhart are here to tell you a little bit about what to expect tomorrow for the South Point 400 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Uh, Christopher Bell gets his sixth uh, pole this season, big pole boy, uh, and also uh, had a couple of drivers that will be starting at the rear of the field. We're going to talk about some of these odds that are coming out right now uh, on Caesars, Bet Rivers, DraftKings, uh, and we're still awaiting FanDuel and a few more books to drop them out. But uh, I know that I'm feeling pretty good looking at some of these matchups that are drizzling out right now on Bet Rivers. I'm probably going to be doing a little bit of a uh, Playing around outside of the lines of outrights this weekend to maybe leave myself open up for some live betting. So make sure that you are following me at Garage Guy Chase. Make sure you're following Dale at Dale Tanhart on X, uh, Instagram, pretty much any social media platform out there. Just make sure you're following us. You're going to want to stay in the know up until it's time for the race to start on Sunday. But I guess let's go ahead and just dive into everything we saw in practice and qualifying. Dale, take it away, my man. Yeah, shout
1: out to Christopher Bell. He is right now the modern-day Rocket man. We just got to figure out a better nickname because uh, I hit another poll win on him, head-to-head matchup over William Byron, two bets I've been kind of talking about uh, throughout the week, especially if you watch Dale Center, listen to XM on – thursday i believe so i think that it's going to be interesting because this is really the first race this year where after practice i have felt convinced that there's a there's a high probability of tire issues in the cup race uh similar to what we had in 2022 felt like they've all been the the issues have been kind of defeated in 2023 when we went to Bristol, didn't really have any problems. Went to Texas, didn't really have any problems. And here we had three tire issues in practice today. Well, two with Elliott and and Suarez. And then Kyle Larson just about had one and they caught theirs. But yeah, there's definitely some compelling information here heading into Sunday's race. And um, only bet I've, I've logged and put down at this point is still Ryan Blaney, 14 to one. Now he's 18 to one because he didn't qualify up in the top 10. And based on long run speed, I think Blaney's going to be okay. I think he might have a top five car tomorrow. So maybe a better opportunity to grab some Ryan Blaney. Remember team Penske has been very consistent here over the years. So I'm still keeping my eye on Blaney, but, um, we're going to dig into all this and, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. I'll set the tone here. I will be betting on Martin Truex Jr. 100%. Nine to one, I I think is the best we can find. Like you were saying, FanDuel still needs to drop everything. Um I see eight to one. What does DraftKings have? Eight and a half to one. That's the best I've seen for Martin Truex Jr. Remember what we brought or what he brought to Michigan earlier this year. Just an absolute rocket ship so fast didn't win the race of course but still had the best car uh kansas we don't really know what he had thought he was going to be really good but he blew a tire within like the first 15 laps of that race i think in the long run data martin drex jr is gonna be a factor on sunday
0: yeah i don't you know i i have my initial thoughts and Maybe it's a bit biased. Uh, it's just more of I, I'm on this uh, I'm on this this fade Martin Truex journey. I've uh, been on this journey. I, I don't think he uh, he makes it out of this round. Uh, personally, uh, I don't ever want to be the person that puts bad juju on it because I have definitely in the past, you know, had some thoughts like this and then turn around and you're. Going berserk uh, at the end of the race because the driver won. So I've been there. Um, you know, we've all been there, and uh, and so I guess the way that I'm looking at it is I'm looking at a couple of these other younger guys. It just feels like, you know, other than Kyle Larson, uh, it, it, it's it's time for like a new champion, I guess you could say. I, I'm feeling the new champion blood this year, which means you got to have strong finishes throughout these uh these last races that we have coming up i don't know if i'm ready to lean in that direction but i will say that there is one bet i've already taken that was over on bet rivers as soon as it dropped i hammered it and it definitely is based off of just some of the speed that we saw in practice looking at some of these lap averages uh compared to martin uh, I know one thing that you, you've you mentioned that you're seeing is, you know, the fall off. It doesn't look like it's that big of a deal. Some of these uh, th- these numbers that I'm looking at right now for, the, for pretty much every driver, you're seeing about, you know, a hundredth coming off, uh, you know, every five laps. And that's pretty normal for an intermediate race. But with Redick, I, I have this feeling that it- it's either going to be like a top five or a win. It just kind of has this weird juju around the Red Dog win. And, and like you said before, I love Ryan Blaney as well. His times aren't so bad, and he actually put down a good bit of laps. Uh, I, I do think with the right strategy, with him having just perfect stops, which has been an issue in the past, I still have all the faith in the world in Blaney. And you know, I think you and I took him early in the week. Did you end up pulling the trigger on that or no? On what? On planning.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. I, I gotta say, man, I gotta correct you here. Um, this there's fall off. I mean, I, when you look at five lap average compared to fifteen lap averages, yeah, uh, these drivers have about half a second coming off. So it's it's not a hundredth every five laps. It's it's about a tenth. On the I didn't first do five good laps. in math. Ever. So I appreciate it. Makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I just, there is going to be fall off. There is going to be fall off. Now it's, it's a medium wear intermediate racetrack in Las Vegas, but you know, I'm not as much concerned about that or I, I just mainly am concerned about the tire issue that we saw take out Chase Elliott when he was putting down some really good lap times. It got Daniel Suarez and it almost got Kyle Larson, who, by the way, I, I don't know about you. I, I can't I can't bet on it you can't three, touch that
0: three and a half to one it's crazy man I can't do it he's already you plus know. 330 on DraftKings right now like I, I'm not like, that that I think you and I both know that we're just never gonna feel I, I'm not gonna feel satisfied because you're gonna have to load up you're gonna have to put like two to three units on this thing to get your normal like a normal return that I would be expecting at least uh, at, at the end of a NASCAR race, and when I'm betting on NASCAR, you know good and well I want to go for 10-unit hits if I can, you know? and I know I'm going to have a couple of different guys in there, so when it shaves out, I usually maybe go up around six units or so, six, seven units, but I, I, you can't do that with these numbers. I, I was telling you before we started recording, looking at the, uh, the Quinella bets and the exacta bets on Caesars, a quinella for for Byron and Larson, which is where b- both of those drivers have to finish one two, doesn't necessarily matter the order with a quinella, but it was five to one for that, and then it was ten to one for a exacta, which would be Larson first, Byron second, or Byron first, Larson second. So that has to exactly play out, and, and I know that we saw these guys battling it out you know, earlier in the year, but that doesn't always mean it's, it's going to happen again. And i I do think Kyle Larson can win this race. I feel like last year, you know, him and Bubba getting into that accident, you know, he was, he was gunning for it. Then he's in a spot to go get another championship and, and it's not in the same car. He wants that. Um, just because of, i I've, I personally feel like because of his performance last year, like he definitely wants to to show like I got this car too. like, watch me do my thing. He's been way better this year. So yeah. I, I was just going to say though, to circle all this back before you corrected me on my, on my arithmetic. Um, I like Tyler Reddick over Martin Truex jr. Minus one Oh nine on bet rivers. I think that that's going to be a good bet. I also like Tyler Reddick this weekend. I think if there's one outright that I'm going to look at, that's going to be under 10 to one, it's gotta be red dog. I feel good about him, and I think the best uh, best odds you're going to get on him right now, uh, I've got so much pulled up on Caesars, but I know that he's 8-1 to one on Bet Rivers. Uh, Caesars is all over the place right now. Uh, there's so many bets, and, and I kind of want to dive into that. I don't want to take up too much time, but I definitely want to get into some of this stuff that I'm looking at right now. I'm just kind of blown away by it. 8.5-1 on Caesars, and then DraftKings has him at 8-1. to one. I'm gonna wait and see what Fanduel does, but I think that I would pull the trigger on Red Dog. Uh, any at any price other than like, like, I guess I'd put like my stop at like maybe seven and a half. Like I, I do feel good about him, so I definitely am gonna make sure I have some Red Dog in my arsenal tomorrow. So there's two bets right there. I just want to go ahead and throw out Redick over Truex, Bet Rivers minus 109, and then Redick to win. Uh, I would probably try to hammer that at plus 850 if you can.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, and we talked about the pre-recording. We were kind of mentioning this whole deal. I am going to stay away from matchups primarily because of the potential of blown tire roulette. I, I just saw too much last year. I got burned too much last year when we saw indications of this kind of thing happening. And remember, I mean, these aren't, like, Las Vegas. We saw the Xfinity Series race, which, congratulations, Riley Herbst, number 98 That was an unbelievable race car, but also a good drive by Riley Herbst, too, to get his first win. Hometown kid out in Las Vegas. Um, Good job by those guys. But if you watch the Xfinity race, I think we went the last, like, 90 laps, green. That that absolutely – could happen in a cup race here too so because we're going to be running twice as many green flag laps consecutively as we did in practice that is what really really has me worried about the whole the whole Goodyear tire issue that we might see so I'm going to stay away from matchups just because of that and you know there's nothing that just pops that pops to me on head-to-head matchups right like Throughout the week, I talked about the Christopher Bell over William Byron head-to-head matchup and qualifying. That popped out to me, right? Like, that pops because of how Seabell's been on these intermediates uh, when it comes to qualifying. But one thing that Caesars has, it's crazy. I know. Um, end I've of stage it. one.
0: And stage two. And yeah. stage two matchups. End of
1: stage now. matchups,
0: Yeah. I just saw this drop. I was about to bring this up as soon as you uh, were talking. I also wanted to let you know that Caesar's just released a odds boost, max one hundred dollar bet, Martin Truex Jr. to win at ten to one. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, I like baby. that. Baby. Well, I, I, I just feel like Truex is going to be
1: that. I think Truex is going to be that guy that everybody just kind of forgets about because of how he's kind of crawled into this round, but.
0: I forget about them all the time, so I can't disagree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let, let's talk about this. So are, are you intrigued by this end of stage? I mean, we, we all know that you are a veteran stage better. You love to bet on stages. That's something that you do with your bets pretty much every week. If those cards are out on on X. You, you'll put them out pretty much every Sunday. Is this something that you could see yourself dabbling in? Because I know with the end of stage one, that is something that I'm intrigued in. And I think that especially with strategy coming into play with this being a playoff race, some of these drivers that are mentioned here, it looks like pretty much all of them, uh, except for well, I see a Chastain and Logano end of stage one here. That's pretty interesting. Um, so it's not all just playoff drivers, but I, I think that it, Caesars just continues to bring the most to the table, and this is just more for us to degen over tomorrow. You know,
1: I do like. Look, and I look. I'll tell you, I don't think I'm going to bet it. But I do like the Chastain over Logano because I feel like Team Penske, especially Joey Logano, has had some short run speed on these intermediates, mm-hmm. but they have just had no long run speed at a lot of the mile and a half tracks. I mean, no long run speed compared to the to the Gibbs guys, the Hendrick guys, twenty three eleven, and even Ross Chastain occasionally as well. And I, they qualified right right around each other. I but I, I'm not gonna bet it because I it doesn't pop, you know, it doesn't pop to me. And if Chastain was something like right now, as at the time we're recording this, he's minus 135. I don't like that. If he was the dog here, then maybe. But it's it's still a stay away because nothing none of this really pops out to me on these end-of-stage matchups. But I gotta give I gotta give Caesars some uh, kudos for mixing it up. Somebody told me or somebody said in the discord that rotodoc mentioned this apparently rotodoc mentioned like and i've never even thought about this so it's so dumb um what when we have the las vegas race you're gonna see more you're probably gonna see more variety on the books because it's their fucking home right so makes sense yeah we talked earlier in the week about some of these other things we see that are still there like uh, driver's to lead a lap, average speed, most laps led by any driver, drivers not completing halfway, and that leads me to a point. On Caesars, the driver's not completing 133 laps. That's the halfway point of this race. Give me the over. Give me the over. If we're gonna have tire roulette, give me the over. It's the underdog side of this of this bet. The over is minus 105. Yeah, give me the over. I I definitely think two drivers could easily not make it halfway. You're going to bank that on, on two tire failures today. I mean, the, it's a short amount of time. It's a very short amount of time to have, I mean, you almost had three, like I said, Kyle Larson had to pit because he had one going down. I mean that's you three in twenty minutes of what practice. it
0: was because I, I did read I did read an article a little bit about the what what happened I know there was a blister on Elliot's tire Elliot had a blister on his tire Larson um, did as well and okay well then that that lets you know like something about Hendrick then but I do know that Suarez's was due to low tire pressure. I believe so. I mean, that could have just been he cut it, and I don't know. I don't know how he would have cut. I mean, unless he was running close to the wall. But the tire blister is definitely the one that I'm, I'm, I would look at to be concerning. And that and look, one, I mean, it, Carson and Elliott. That's what I was thinking until
1: Suarez had his. I was kind of like, okay, this might be just a Hendrick issue. Like this is an aggressive Hendrick strategy on, uh, not meeting the recommended air pressures given by Goodyear. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes that that is a real thing where you see two guys from the same team have a tire problem like that. It makes you more likely to say, okay, th- this is a team deal. This isn't just randomness like we saw throughout most of 2022. Um, but then you saw the, one, the, thing, the deal with Suarez, and you're kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It, it could be a nothing burger. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to bet this. But if you are interested in these frisky props that Caesars is doing this weekend, I love the over being the underdog there. I love it. That's a halfway point of the race. That could be up to 105 green flag laps, not consecutively, but 105 to 120, I would say green flag laps if it doesn't become a wreck fest and with long consecutive, long consecutive green flag runs, It might become a wreck fest. All you need is one big wreck, and you could take out two guys. So, you know, I think by the halfway point of the Xfinity Series race, we had four or five guys out completely out of the race, maybe more. So, I don't know. I just kind of like that
0: with uh, the over 1.5 being the underdog bet. Okay. I don't mind it. I I do know that this is that one race that I always try to, like, ground myself and remember, like, these dudes are going to get spread out a decent amount. Um, and, and there may be some challenges, but typically what we've seen just carrying over from earlier in the year to last year, I know we had a a bunch of stacked restarts towards the end when William Byron won early in the year, but I always just try to keep in mind about how spaced out these guys get. And there is an element about that. That's like, you know, you want to be able to reel in and catch it. And you can see that sometimes. I mean, we saw Logano do that to Chastain last year with chastain and it's kind of to segue into where i'm going with this like with chastain you know we don't have a lot of data on him as far and we know that yeah everybody's going to be you know the headlines are saying oh fastest in practice but that's like based off of one lap um he didn't run as many laps as everyone else did you and i have both discussed in the past sometimes you know you can you can be speculative but it always seems like if it's a decent team and they don't run a bunch of laps. Usually, they're just like, all right, we're good. Let's roll. With Trackhouse being the way they've been this year, I still feel like the monkey is off of Chastain's back. He's out of the playoffs. I mean, it, it could very well happen. I don't mind taking an outright on him at 16-1 to on Bet Rivers, which is what I was looking at. Uh, you know, not a full unit on him, but... I, I just don't mind that at all, because it could be it could easily be one of those races where he's just like, all right, well, I ain't got nothing to lose. So screw it. He's going to be respectful. I know that much. The only thing I guess that I would be worried about, which is why I wouldn't like load up on him, would be because, you know, how, how the pit crew really has no reason to try to be on edge here, unless this is just completely for pride, which is all that it would be but I don't mind the 16 to one line on bet rivers for him starting in 10th.
1: Yeah. I mean, and he was, you know, two laps away, I think, or, you know, a handful laps away from winning this race last year Mm -hmm. and has had the glimpses that I've bet on many times. Like those glimpses of mile and a half superior supremacy have made me invest a lot of money in Chastain and the, and on races or race tracks that are similar to Las Vegas. So uh, I'm not going to say I'm on it at this point. I just, I feel like a playoff guy is going to win, you know, this, this late in the season, seems like the playoff guys step up and win these um, so Wild, huh? and, and, and track house has just not been, it just haven't been consistent enough. You know, like I said, I've invested a lot in Chastain in these type of races when he was really good in practice, even when he wasn't really good in practice. So they they might come out here and have a, have a rocket ship. So I don't hate that, but I'm not committing to it at this point. I want to circle back to Kyle Larson, Hendrick Motorsports. I'm tempted. I want to wait for a couple more books to come out and see, but I, I do want to bet on William Byron. I bet on him four races in a row. I think. I'm just prepared to bet on him just about every single race. I'm going to pull up Bet MGM. I, I kind of forgot about them, but
0: yeah, that'll be I one. I feel like it should be up.
1: If I can get a six to one, five to one is the best I just found over on Bet MGM. And I found Truex, X, nine to one, a Bet MGM. Okay. So, uh, oh, and Ryan Blaney, 20 to one, on Bet MGM. Wow. So I'm going to consider a Benjamin Bill bet because. He's just been the guy. He's been the guy just about everywhere in 2023. And he did win the here here's like the juju part that makes me not want to bet him. Is because he won the spring race. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and look, but you know, a big talking point for me this week has been parody at Las Vegas. We've only had one repeat winner in like the last 10 or 11 races, and that's been Joey Logano. Yeah. Um so I mean I don't even know the last time I'll pull it up on my on the Dale Center real quick and just see that the last time that somebody went back to back or swept Las Vegas, I, I bet it's been ten years. Let me see here, Vegas. Yeah. Shout out to Racing Reference. I use I spend way too much time looking at Racing Reference every single week. Las Vegas, the last time somebody went back to back. My God, it has not happened since
0: Jimmy Johnson in 06 and 07. Holy shit. That is insane. Gambler's town. I mean, and that right there lets you know where I kind of stand with it. I do think that there is possibility for William Byron to do that. Like I said, it's just... If I'm going to bet on Tyler Reddick, which I've already made up my mind, I've already done that, the plus 850, I'm not going any lower than that. That's just me personally. I could fucking stick my foot in my mouth at the end of this, and tomorrow after this race is over, that's okay. You know, I I stuck to my process. I rolled forward. I don't mind it whatsoever. And I'm also going to say that at some point in time, Dale, and you know this too, those types of streaks have to be broken. And somebody else has to be put in that place. And I agree with you wholeheartedly that this could be the time we see it. William Byron is on that success tour right now. They're, they're, they're firing off. He's there at the right time at the end of the race. I mean, look at just – I know the Roval is not an intermediate. But just look at how he just crept up and was right there, like, towards the end of that race last week. Like, he is like, – him and Rudy Fugel, their whole crew – they're putting it together, man. Like he's going to be careful and he's going to be vigilant and he's coming. So I don't, I don't knock it. I don't knock anyone that wants to bet on Willie B this weekend. Um, I I would say you're definitely going to have to go with a lighter card. If you really want to, you know, make sure that you get some value out of your betting day and that you don't just, you know, eat a ton and then shit a ton and and you have a little bit left over. Like you want to have you a nice loot to go home with. So it's, uh, you know, you're definitely going to have to tiptoe around what you're going to bet, I would say, if you're going to go that route. But at six, you said it you said six to one is MGM? Five to one. That's the best Five. I can find on MGM. So, you know, we'll see whatever FanDuel is when they come out. Usually they, they're the last to do it, and they, they can be a little bit different. But lately they've been doing a lot of copy and pasting. But if there's anybody that's going to break that mold, dude, uh, it might as well be another Hendrick driver, and it might as well be Willie B. So, um, I I look at it the the way you're looking at it, like where like Kyle was pretty dominant uh, in that race earlier in the year. We you and I, I believe, were in St. Pete for the IndyCar race. We watched the end of that race at some little bar. Yeah, I remember, I remember the restart stacking because you had Willie B, and he just was able to take advantage of things on the restart. It kind of got away from Larson, which and I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, yeah. It's Larson's time. He's coming back, and, and you're going to get some people that do load up on Larson like that. And you know what? Hey, to each their own, that's your money. I can't do that, uh, which is why, like I said, I'm sticking a little bit more, being a little bit lighter on my outrights, going a little bit more into the matchup and, and other prop bets that we have available. One that I did want to bring up, it's, this is going to differ from a lot of the playoff driver talk and everything else. There is a matchup down here. It's not the best odds in the world, but I feel like it's almost a lock. Uh, You got A.J. Allmendinger over Chase Briscoe at minus 110. And I know that sounds nuts, but when you look back, I was looking at some data earlier, and I don't use racing reference as much. I'm more of a driver averages guy, and I probably make things harder on myself by doing that. But I, uh, I did notice that he had what looked to be a top 15 finish, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Uh, the Chevys have been doing okay. He's coming off of a win. You know, they got a little bit of money in the bank. You know, maybe he's just going to come out and just try to carve off, you know, a couple more wins. It, has he gotten – I know he's won on the intermediate. Has he won at Las Vegas in the Xfinity Series? Talking about Briscoe or Allmendinger? AJ Almondanger. Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I don't think so, but – I like it. I think that this matchup right here, we know that SHR – has provided the uh, the tractors disguised as lawnmowers pretty much the entire okay, here
1: season. Go. AJ did win. He did win in uh, spring of twenty
0: twenty one. So there you go. There we go. So he's like and we talked about this too. Is like he's he's constantly trying to prove himself, I think to himself, like he's not just that road course guy. I'm not saying he's gonna win this race by any means, but I do feel like based off of what we have seen out of SHR this entire year, versus a guy that's coming fresh off of a win, a little bit of money in the bank, you know, got his mo you know, he's got his uh his his mojo is is flowing. Minus one ten over Chase Briscoe. I don't mind that. And I'm probably gonna be locking that one in as well. So again, that's AJ Almendinger over Chase Briscoe minus one ten on Caesar's sports book. That's another one I like right there.
1: Okay. Yeah, I saw that matchup. I, I looked at it for a second. I did. Um you know, one strategy. And I don't know, this you can listen or not. I, I'm really not sure if this is a good idea. But if you want to talking about this tire issue, it was three Chevy cars that had the tire problems. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you want if you think it's gonna be a Chevy issue, a Hendrick Motorsports issue, maybe it's fade mode all day on some of the Chevy guys, some of the Hendrick guys. I don't know. Just just that's me speaking out loud. Not, I don't know if it's really advice. It's just something I thought about in my head because of the issues we saw today. But I want to go back to Kyle Larson because, as you mentioned, he was he had about a five second lead when the call. I mean, maybe a six second lead whenever the caution came out mm-hmm. um, with two to go or whatever, three to go when Almirola crashed in the Vegas Spring race. That led to everybody pitting except Truex, um, and then William Byron stealing the win away because he had a better pit stop and had a better restart. What I would do here with Kyle Larson is I think you should just wait. If you think Kyle Larson is going to win this race, just wait to get a live bet on Kyle Larson. There's going to be an opportunity where I think you'll find better than three and a half to one. I truly believe that. hundred percent. And if not, then it is what it is. But I, I do think if, if you think that Kyle Larson is going to win this race, I think you're better off taking a shot, taking a risk and waiting to get some live action on Kyle Larson, because he's just been too mistake prone. He's been too mistake prone. He's got William Byron right next to him, who has had a better pit crew all year has been, has made way less mistakes. So, I mean, he gets behind in second shit. I mean, if he goes back to like eighth or ninth, you know, which he's totally capable of just dropping it and making a mistake right. There might be the opportunity to get something better than three and a half to one. If, if the books believe that someone like Willie B could run away with it or a Toyota gets to the front and they could run away with it. um, I think Larson could be worth it then, but not at this point in time. I think guys for my outrights you're going to have to wait till tomorrow uh, for my stage bets going to have to wait till tomorrow because I I am very undecided when I say tomorrow we're we're recording this on Saturday night um, <laughs> and it's not it's definitely not irregular for me to start betting my outrights on Sunday morning before we hit the green flag so I'm definitely betting Truex I'm going to see if I can get this Caesars profit boost whatever it is 10 to 1 for Truex that's a good opportunity, I think, for everybody. But I do want to look at some props over on Caesars Sportsbook. If you guys think that tires are going to be a problem, if you think that this race could be chaotic, I just can't help myself when I look at Austin-centric 80-1 to for top Ford. I know Blaney. I'm on Blaney. He's going to be good. Brad Kaye is going to be good. Chris Busher is the favorite in this category. But the fall-off... After Logano. So it goes Busher, Blaney, Kozlowski, Logano. They're all, you know, uh, two to one, three to one. Logano's three and a half to one. And then the next guy is Kevin Harvick, 14 to 1. And then after that, 40 to 1, 50 to 1, 50 to 1, 80 to 1. I mean, Austin Cindric was the top Ford in this race in March. He was. And and I know that because I bet on it. I bet on a Cindric top forward. Now it was a totally different Austin Cindric. It was probably a, a pretty different race team. He had a different crew chief at the time, but guys like him and Michael McDowell, even at fifty to one, you know these guys have had some glimpses of speed at one point five in the past. And with Cindric, I'm less hopeful because of what they've been. They've basically been like a a Stewart Haas Racing lawnmower over the second half of the season. But Las Vegas is a little bit different because Team Penske typically performs better here. So, you know, we saw tire problems here last year that took out Ryan Blaney. As I said, Austin Cindric was a top four here in the spring. If You see top four at 80 to one, maybe put a sprinkle there if you're looking for chaos. And I, I would I would consider Michael McDowell as well at the 50 to one mark. And then I'm going to look at something involving Eric Jones and Ty Gibbs. I've uh, been on the Ty Gibbs train. I feel like a lot of people have For the second half of the season. They've had speed. I think they've got speed again this weekend. I'd have to go back and check because I don't remember. But if he's got the monster car, maybe you get a monster sweep out here at Las Vegas. Because Riley Herbst, also sponsored by Monster, good place to get your first win. A lot of parody at Las Vegas. What if Ty Gibbs goes out here and wins this race? You can probably find him around 30-1 to 1 on one of these books, uh, looking at Caesars. He is 30 to one. That's what I thought. Maybe a dabble there, plus money for a top 10 once again. And a top Toyota for Ty Gibbs is, where is it? Where's my top Toyota? Top Toyota for Ty Gibbs is 14 to one. Now, that to me is playoff obsession. That is obsession with your guys that are still in the playoffs, which is fine. But Ty gives us that speed, man. He's had speed. Fourteen to one top Toyota is absolutely worth a penny, in my opinion. And Eric Jones is the last guy I wanted to talk about, uh, and maybe even Carson Hostovar, too, because he's been he's had some really good runs in a short time in that number forty two car. But even when Eric Jones doesn't practice well, doesn't qualify well, some of these mile and a halves they have found speed in the latter part of the year. And right now, you can get these guys for a top 10. Eric Jones is plus, oh, that's top 5. That's plus 750 for a top 5. But for a top 10, Eric Jones is plus 250. Carson Josevar, plus 550. Honestly, I fucked up my whole talking point because I thought I was looking at top 5 for a second. I don't hate that top 5 for Eric Jones. And I don't hate that top 10 for Carson Josevar at 5.5 to 1. But maybe wait on FanDuel or somebody else, see if you can get something better. But I don't know, keep an eye on Eric Jones. I feel like they've had some speed, even when they hadn't performed in practice and qualifying. Um, Could be a sneaky guy for a team that's had better speed in the second half of the
0: season. We do like the sneaky boys. I will say that definitely like uh, some of that. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, you, you can you can toss it around, dial it in however you want to. There's going to be a ton of, uh, of different things. I don't think there's no right or wrong way to do it based off of the amount of bets and lines that are available on the books right now. Uh, one that I just stumbled upon that, that I kind of like based off of you thinking about, you know, the Chevy's possibly all going into explosion mode. And and this isn't something that's going to, you know, pay pay your mortgage for the next five months. But I was looking at number of Fords in the top 10 on Caesars, over two and a half at even money. I like that. I think that we know, without a doubt, Chris Buescher has what it takes, even though we have seen the fall off and him kind of averaging out somewhere between finishing 10th and 20th. Ryan Blaney, I have a lot of faith in. Even with Joey Logano being slower, Vegas is one of those tracks where he can show up and show out uh, You know, if he's ready. And, and I think if we see Ryan coming out strong, we could see Joey possibly carve a top 10 out. So I don't mind that one. Uh, I do think that we could easily see three Fords finish inside of the top 10 tomorrow. I like that at even money. So Caesars over two and a half fords to finish inside the top 10 that's going to be another one that i'm going to add there just another one of those little sprinkle bets that you can use to kind of uh you know flip the coin and and lighten up your day but as for me i'm gonna stick uh by adding that one right there i'm gonna go ahead and close out i will have more bets on action network the app if you have the action network app and you follow me and dale You're never going to do without. Now, there are certain bets we cannot log on action, which is why it's important to follow us both on social media. Dale will have his cards up on his. If there's anything that I have extra, usually I talk about it here. Uh, But I will definitely look to make sure that I follow up on the uh, NASCAR betting and DFS space that I do on Sunday. So if you follow me on X, come and tune into that. It'll be sometime before the race. Just be on the lookout. But in total, uh, all I have to give you guys, just to recap Chastain, 16 to 1, Bet Rivers. Tyler Reddick, 8.5 to 1 on Caesars. I like Reddick over Truex, minus 109 on Bet Rivers. And I like A.J. Almendinger over Chase Briscoe, minus 110. And then the final edition, over 2.5 Fords to finish inside the top 10 at even money on Caesars. So there you go. There's already a good amount of bets for you right there to take into tomorrow alongside the bets that we will add for the South Point 400 at Las Vegas. Hope everybody has a great uh, Sunday morning getting all this stuff set up. If you're playing DFS, good luck to you. Like I said, we'll be talking on Twitter. And then make sure you come and join me for the race on playback.tv slash garage guys is where you can sweat some of these bets out with us and uh, join in on the chat. Have a good time. Uh, We we, we love doing it. We love NASCAR Sundays on playback. So make sure you come and visit us there. Uh, But other than that, believe that's all we have for you. Good luck. Let's go make some money. See you soon.